Hey there, you're listening to the Faithful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I bring over a decade of experience owning, running, and growing Christian organizations. And in this podcast, I want to help you become a more effective leader for Christ and serve your clients and customers well. Welcome to the show. Is it okay to build wealth? This is a question that just about anybody getting into entrepreneurship of any kind or, uh, you know, running and owning a business is going to have to deal with because these are positions of leadership. These are positions of management. These are positions of ownership. And people in those positions tend to do pretty well financially. And this question just, I mean, it just comes up all the time. And actually, it's a big problem for Christians. It, it hinders it hinders a lot of Christians because there is such a stigma around it. People grow up in backgrounds where maybe they feel as though money is no good. Money itself is evil. Money itself is um, something that is derived from ill motives and big, bad business people. Well, uh, you know, today's episode might be more of a uh, rant than a a structured kind of um, outline, and I don't know how helpful it will be for you, but um, this idea is totally wrong. It is not biblically supported. And if you're wanting to be a faithful business owner or a faithful business leader, as I suppose that you um, are are wanting to be, then you need to understand this concept biblically. And and the biblical idea um, is that wealth is not something that will garner you favor with God. Let me just reiterate that. The biblical idea is that wealth is not something that will garner you favor with God. And to rip any statement about money out of Scripture and take the principle of it any farther than that is misguided and wrong. It's wrong because the context never goes there. You know, the most common uh, passage, and I forget the reference, but you know, the you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, uh, of course, we understand that it's talking about the love of money, the being obsessed with uh, money, money as the end goal. That idea is the root of all evil. Why is that? Well, because money can become a master, okay? You can literally serve the idea of having money. That can become something that overtakes you in this life. It could be a goal. For many people, it is a goal that overtakes any other goal. And therefore, it is something that is used by the spiritual forces of evil to um, distract you from doing things that are conducive to God's will, okay? And so this is something that 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 threatens you. So money is something that is is a threat to anyone's spiritual well-being. However, however, just because it is a threat, understand that money itself is benign, okay? Money is a tool. I love, um, I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. I love following his work. And one of the things that, that Dave says often is that money is a tool, just like a brick. A brick can be used to um, uh, construct a bank. A brick can be used to construct a 
church, a home for your family, or it can be used to um, construct a gentleman's club, okay? You can use a brick for multiple purposes. The end, the end is separated from the means. The money is the means by which you choose to build whatever you're going to build, a life for your family or a drug addiction habit, okay? It's the end that we have to be concerned with. And of course, um, we want to be concerned that we are accomplishing the means in an ethical way. That is, we get the money <laughs> in an ethical way. But having money itself is not a bad thing. There's another passage that's often used to justify this, and it's the one where Jesus is telling um, his opponents that the uh, it, it's impossible for a rich man to enter um, heaven. It's it, it would be like entering the eye of a needle, a camel entering into the eye of a needle. And again, all that's going on there, there's a lot of hyperbolic language there, a lot of symbolistic language there. They used language um, somewhat different, but still in a very similar way to the way that we use language today. They still had figures of speech just like we have today. And what the principle there is, is look, this is, it's, it's going to be impossible for somebody who has made money their master to get into the kingdom of heaven because money is not what will get you there. And again, in biblical days, there was a huge emphasis on this. There was a huge emphasis on success as being something that could garner you favor with God. And Jesus comes along and says, no, that, that this is not how it is. This is not how it is. Money and success, these are not things that are bad, but they are also not things that will garner you favor with God. Let's just take one biblical case that I think seals the deal. Abraham. Abraham. Abraham was the Old Testament figure. He was the friend of God. He was the person that God chose to start his, um, really, his earthly family with, right? His covenant people, the Israelites. He did a miracle in their lives and brought up um, his people, Israel through this family, okay? And um, the miracle I'm referring to is the birth of a child at Sarah's old age, Isaac, okay? He raises up this family for his purposes. And when we read the New Testament, we see some things about Abraham. And one of the things that we find about him is that he believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. That's in Hebrews, I think chapter 11, maybe. He believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Now, now that means he was a righteous person because he believed in God. There was believing loyalty there to Yahweh, to God. Now, what is something else about Abraham that's significant? Well, if you look back at the context of his life when he lived, Abraham was an extremely powerful and extremely rich man. Abraham commanded literally a small army. This man was no joke. He was a force to be reckoned with in those days. But notice in the New Testament what we find about him. He simply believed God, and that was counted to him for righteousness. It makes no big deal of the things that he owned, of the things that he did, his earthly accomplishments. How did he garner favor with God in the sense of really salvation? He believed God. That's how he was counted righteous. 
It's that simple. That's how we do it. And and so just by examples, we could just see examples in scripture of people who had wealth. I mean, uh, Solomon, David, these are people who had wealth such that it would be hard for us to even fathom or imagine, really, the amount of wealth that they had if you um, adjust for context. And yet, these are people who are counted as righteous because they believed God. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, with respect to the question, is it okay to build wealth? Um, yeah, it's perfectly okay to build wealth. But just keep it in mind. Remember where those blessings come from. All good things come from the Father. God gives these things to us. I, I, I couldn't pull a verse of scripture out for this right now, so this is just my opinion. But I tend to think that uh, based on um, parables and other things that we find in the scriptures, I tend to think that the person who learns how to manage God's resources better will be given more resources to manage. If you look at the parable of the talents, that seems to be the um, idea there, or at least one of the ideas there. If you, um, to whom much is given, much is required kind of thing. If you are given much, you are required to manage it well. The more that you uh, manage it well, the more you will be given. I fully, fully believe that. So it's in our best interest to make sure we're learning how to manage God's resources well. And of course, that goes beyond money. Um, That's this concept of stewardship. And you can apply this to everywhere. You can apply it to your health. You can apply it to your business. You can apply it to the leadership of your family. You can apply it in all of these different areas. And that's the beautiful thing is it all works together. It would just be a random, unjustified, I think, concept in Scripture to just condemn money offhandedly okay all all other things being equal why randomly condemn having money well we see plenty of examples in scripture where people have money and yet they were counted as righteous on the basis of their faith and any of the references that we find that talk about this and trust me um Money is talked about quite a bit in Scripture. You're never going to be able to press one of these so far as to get the conclusion that money in itself is bad because it's not. It's the love of money. It's the use of money as a master. It is money being the end goal. Those are the things that are warned against in Scripture because they threaten you spiritually. They threaten to take you and get you spiritually distracted, spiritually on the things of the world instead of on the things of God. So heed scripture here. Make sure you're in line with scripture here. You definitely want to heed scripture's warning on things like money, but don't press it so far to think that it's not okay to build wealth. It's not okay to have money. I think it is okay. I think it's a good thing because you can use it to make an impact for the kingdom of God that many people will never have the chance to. All right. So hope that helps you a little bit today. If there's anything we can do for you, go to faith dash full f-u-l-l business.com check out the resources there and um you can see how to do a pick my brain session with me i'd love to talk to you for an hour about your business about things that are going on to help you grow and, and move things to the next level so if that's you if you're somebody wanting help along those lines i would love for you to go check out that and see what other kinds of things we can help you with okay that's faith dash f-u-l-l business.com god bless you love you we'll see you next week Bye bye